Hello everyone, I'm Ismail Pai Civico and I wish you all a very warm welcome to a new episode of the Civic Podcast. In this episode, I am ranting a bit about the idea of why I am ready to accept that I might be wrong and if you are ready to accept that you might also be wrong on some specific topics. And this general question would a bit be the general umbrella of how people should take, should enter a conversation with each other of ideas for the general progress of our knowledge. Hello everyone and welcome again to the Civic Podcast. So as you can see from the title, this episode is uh, is called I am ready to accept I am wrong. Are you? So it's more a question towards the listener to see so you can a bit think about that that question there. Uh, are the people that are listening to me or just people in general, are they willing to accept that they are wrong? To break the ice, personally, today, people are not willing to accept that they are wrong in a general manner. Uh, and this is a big issue. Um, I started, firstly, to speak about quite controversial topics at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I spoke about Islam. I spoke about critical race theory. I spoke about the perception of Trump and of Biden and of Kamala Harris. Uh, I spoke about feminism. I spoke about feminism. So actually, I went a lot more into depth on the last episode. And maybe this is an episode a reactionary episode, let's say, to the last one and the feedback I got from it. Or not as much feedback, because feedback usually is constructive, but more like criticism that really didn't take the conversation anywhere else or didn't make the conversation advance, basically mainly attacks on my identity or let's say because I'm a man and I can't speak about feminism. And again, I spoke about non-identified opinion, which is another episode I did. So I've, I've spoken about a lot of things that, that aren't easy to discuss today. Uh, or in today's society, in today's societal spheres and uh, societal dialogues. Things that people are either reluctant to speak about because uh, they are scared on how they might be judged or perceived, or, or, or other people that just take, that just gob everything they hear and, and they listen and they see and, and, and they take that for the universal truth. Right. Um, why am I saying that I'm willing to accept that I am wrong? It's because I never claimed to possess the universal truth in anything that I say. I state the facts. I state the facts. And then again, I got the criticism. Yeah, I mean, you're laying out uh, um, uh, statistics that come out of nowhere. And yes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do small boxes on my on my, on my video because I am not don't really know how to do that. I just say from where I got the statistic, then you go and do your own research and you believe in it. If you believe in it or not, I mean, it's there. It's on the internet. It's on Google with this amazing uh, uh, search engine that we have, or if you, any other search engine, whatever, you have so much information on the internet to actually look for the, to find the information that you are looking for. And this statistic um, specifically was an Ipsos statistic where I said that most women do not, do not consider themselves feminists. And then I brought up the idea, why do most women don't consider themselves feminists? Um, 
if feminism is really is, it's, it's some common sense. Everyone should be a feminist. Everyone should believe that men and women deserve equal rights, equality of opportunity, uh, equal dignity, equality before the law. All these sorts of, let's say, liberal mindsets or, or Western set of values that really we take for granted because you go anywhere else around the globe and that's not generally the way people think. And that's something that we think, okay, Western society is so evil. Look how bad we're living and this is horrible. This is happening here. And then now, of course, Turkey taken out of the Istanbul Convention. That's also brought up serious questions on what is happening in Turkey. Uh, I'm not really sure. I don't really know much the, the, the social political situation of Turkey. So I'm not really going to get into that discussion. But but we, we are portraying and Turkey isn't, isn't really part of Western society. You could say some part of Turkey, maybe, but not really. I'm speaking when I speak. Um, from, from, from what I've lived, I'm mainly speaking about the West, about Europe, maybe um, also in the Anglophone sphere, maybe the UK, United States, Australia, New Zealand, all these countries do have a kind of similar way of working um, and uh, a, a similar understanding between them, a similar set of values, um, similar cultures in a way, uh, like for example, the European culture, what is a European culture? We can speak about Europe and, uh, in, in some other matters, but, but there are some underlying principles uh, basically the the equality between all human beings and the intrinsic value that every single human being possesses, right? That's something that pretty much everyone agrees on in Western society. And we are still portraying it how this is not the, 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 the mainstream appeal, that that men are misogynist by birth. That is something that, that you inherently, um, let's say... Uh, take on because you're a man and the social constructs around you uh, make that you're automatically naturally a misogynist or if you're white things like white guilt or uh, like an unconscious white supremacy a racial bias that people might have all these sort of terms that people really do get lost in their words and really do not know how to explain them and I'm not claiming to explain them well i'm not claiming to know everything about each and every subject what i'm saying i'm putting the subject on the table and i'm asking you to do your research on that specific subject so if i am wrong about something i really do ask people to debate that subject with me generally mainly my private sphere uh i do ask them to speak to speak to me about it tell me what's the perception uh, of it uh how would they argument their point of view uh, what statistics are they based upon, um, and and a bit of everything because I am willing to accept that I am wrong on a lot on a lot of matters. I probably am on most of them, uh, and then in others maybe I'm not. Right, so so that's the idea. And let's say my degree of responsibility doing these podcasts is not great. I don't have thousands or hundreds of uh, of listeners daily so my sense of responsibility right now towards this is not that great i really do feel that i can say whatever the hell i want and if you want to believe me or not that's up to you i'm just asking you to go and do your research about those matters maybe a bit later on if i start preparing these a little bit more in advance and have a bit more time and start doing nice nice little boxes on the um on the YouTube screen and on the video, and then you can really see them, do some graphs, statistics, and whatever, I will do that. But for now, the idea is not that. For now, it's for me the idea to a bit think about or brainstorm about the issue at hand, and then give my perception about it, of course, because this is not an objective podcast. I'm always gonna give my perception about it. This is a personal project, this is for me. This has nothing to do 
with with my work, with my studies, or with my private sphere, with anything. It's just for me. And also I find it quite therapeutical in a way because I can actually get my thoughts straight. And I do like thinking about these things and uh, and speaking about them. And I do like people telling me what they think about each and every topic, whether it's positive feedback or negative constructive feedback. I also like that a lot. I actually prefer the negative feedback because it actually shows me where I can improve in some certain ways or in some, yeah, basically just improve in whatever I can improve. And I think that's what everyone should strive for, just to improve in every single aspect that they can actually improve. I'm really sorry because the lighting is getting a bit dodgy. Uh, yes, and I also got, I couldn't do it. I also could I didn't record um, last week because I was in the middle of moving and then um, I actually recorded an episode about this same topic, but then the audio quality was really bad and I'm not an expert in audio quality either. So I really, I'm really not sure how to do all the retouching soon enough. I'll learn, I guess. But again, I'm not, I'm not wanting this to be a perfect podcast or whatever. I just want it. If people want to listen, they listen. And then if they want to open up their minds to new ideas and make, do their own research on, on certain topics and and certain things, be my guest. Really, that's all I'm asking for. I need a bit of water and also sometimes I speak a little <laughs> too too quickly uh, for me to even catch up on my own thoughts but so this coming back uh, to me speaking about uh, about feminism in the last episode and I and I have seen some new listeners that have come on uh, just a few but people actually that have come on mainly so the so the rise in my listeners since the last episode has has increased a bit more than usual uh, re regarding the previous episodes. So I really want to make this clear. So I'm not entirely sure how, how long this episode will last, but I really want to make one thing clear, that I'm not claiming to say the universal truth, or I'm not claiming to say that I have the right perception on things. I'm just opening up the debate and I'm asking you to do your own research on those same matters. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm asking you to, to be curious, to go, to, to go and look for yourself and then you make up your own mind if you don't agree that's fine i'd be satisfied with the fact that you actually took the time to do your research on that to to learn about it and then make up your own mind uh on the matter at hand that's all i'm asking for i'm not asking for people so this would be funny because I, I think i'd make a really bad politician because then I, I would tell people just make up your own minds uh don't vote for me right i mean i'm not i'm not necessarily but usually you, you need to politicians go you need to vote for me i'm the only way forward uh, i will be your messiah i will probably be a really bad one because i would always say uh vote for me don't vote for me do whatever you want just go into your research and then see if what i'm saying makes sense to you right that would be a very very bad political campaign in my opinion but regardless and i'm seeing this general idea or no it's just this general way of being that people starting people aren't listening anymore people aren't willing to have debates they are taking very very complicated topics like let's say critical race theory and they're not doing their research on it and they're taking that as a universal truth right they are taking the oppressor oppressed narrative as a universal truth uh, they are always trying to victimize themselves or victimize others and always try to put someone on the chopping block and blame them for I'm not going to say their own their own miseries let's say but uh, but their own issues that they may have encountered in their private sphere and taking that as a general rule 
that defines the whole of society. And they're taking that as a sign as scientific proof, saying, I lived this, so that's science. No, science doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Do you need a little bit more of, of statistics and some empirical evidence and some research behind it to actually you claim that that oh excuse me that that is science. And people aren't willing to listen. And that's my big issue. And again, this is why I opened up this. So if if people are wanting to criticize me for whatever I say, fine, do so. But tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me, give me actual evidence or try and argument your thoughts in a way where I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm always open to change my mind. That's something that hasn't that hasn't ever changed. I'm not that stubborn. I'm I'm, I'm a bit stubborn in some areas. But people really have this stubbornness in them where they've got something through some sort of indoctrination in different spheres, whether it's in education, in the family sphere, generally through culture. And then they will not budge from that point of view. They're not going to budge from thinking that way. And that is my main issue with the way people are thinking today. And then doing attacks on the character. Doing attacks on, no, sorry, not on the character. Well, yeah, on the character, but mainly on the identity of people, not necessarily on the content uh, that they are spouting. For example, me, what happened... Um, I got some, for the last episode, I got some constructive criticism saying, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with that. And then we had had some f- fairly good debates with, with different people, people that I usually do debate about these important matters. And then I had things, you can't speak about feminism because you're a man, for example. Same thing, you can't speak about uh, racism because you're white. And again, this is a really, really bad way of thinking. Again, and I'm going to redirect everyone that thinks that way towards an episode I made called Non-Identified Opinion, which is basically that, is I really do believe that anyone can give their opinion on absolutely everything. And that's why empathy exists. That's why the term empathy, or at least concept of empathy, exists. So you can try and put yourself in another person's shoes. Um, I I, I really well said tried because you're never going to know if that person actually succeeded to do that. That every person hasn't had the same experiences. Every person is unique in their own way. And this is exactly the same reason, again, why I'm against collectivist ideology. It's because you put people that share one specific trait and put them all in one same bag. And that's the only thing I'm trying to fight against in the way, which that I do think I am correct in that way of thinking. Now, again, if you have some good arguments to fight for the collectivist ideology or the collectivist approach, uh, in comparison to the individualistic approach, I'm more than happy to hear those points of view and then debate them with you and enter into that dialogue and then we see because i really do think that in the end that the best ideas will prevail i'm 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 really i'm kind of an optimist in in this regard i really do think that if you give the good ideas and the truthful ideas and you have a a a healthy dialogue with people people in the end will choose the good outcome um following their moral codes let's say or a new moral code um you wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be able to have gotten where we are today in this quite advanced society that we live in with the standing of the living that is so, so elevated in comparison to all the previous centuries that human beings have existed. We, have, we wouldn't have been able to, to arrive where we are today if it wouldn't have been for free speech, for a certain moral codes, for a certain set of values, uh, for human innovation, let's say, uh, for human progress. And 
And, 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 and the term progress is getting completely violated. It, it keeps saying the only people that want to progress are progressives and conservatives want to stay in the, in the, in the 15th century, for example, or in the Middle Ages or whatever. Uh, I don't consider myself a conservative. I don't really like putting labels on people. Um, well, people do, people do put labels on themselves when it comes to politics. I don't really like putting labels on, on, on my political views because then I can be, for example, when it comes to judicial matters or to, or to prison sentences, there I'm, I am quite conservative uh, in prison, in, let's say for, for prison sentences or for, or for rapists. I think that rapists should be in prison for life, for example. In that regard, yes. In, in other ways, I'm actually quite socialist, let's say, in, for example, tax rates. Um, in other ways, I'm quite liberal when it comes to education. I do think there has to be a good balance, a good public education and um, a good private education too. There's a case to be made for private education. Uh, also that everyone can, can let's say, uh, live their religion however they see fit as long as it doesn't affect anyone else. Uh, I do believe in religious freedom. In that sense, I'm, 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 I'm a very classic liberal, let's say. Um, again, in the... In the Economy-wise, uh, even though I am for, let's say, a more regulated tax rate, not as much because I haven't really done my research as much on how the economy should actually work in regards to the state and society in general. But the way I'm seeing a kind of centrist approach to that is the best approach. Again, uh, that is something yet that I have to discuss with other people because right now I've been mainly focused on the social side of things and not as much on the economic side of things. So that's why I don't speak much, much about economics in general, um, but more on social matters, which is mainly what interests me the most. But in the near future, I will speak about economy when I've done my fair amount of research on the matter. And then at that point, uh, we'll be able to have lively debates on the on that topic. But up until then, I'm, if I want to speak about economics, I will speak about it. But I don't really know much about it yet to do so. So, I don't know. I'll see. I'll make up my mind soon enough. But if I want to do that, I have the total freedom to speak about economics, even though if anyone can pretty much um, <laughs> slice my arguments in half and prove that I'm completely wrong, that's completely fine. Um, I was speaking with someone and I told them once um, that my favourite debates are the ones I lose. Now that's a half-truth. Why is that a half-truth? Because generally the human, the human soul or the, a human being doesn't like to lose. We don't like to lose, whether it's in a debate, whether it's in a football match, uh, in anything. We are very competitive in a way. We like to win. Um, but when you win, then again, that's where you your own set of values need to come in because you need to when you win you need to be humble about your win and uh, you can't be a prick about it in a lot of different ways on how to really uh, have a healthy win or a healthy victory now when you lose a debate for example there are a lot of positive things to take from it firstly what was wrong with your argumentation uh, weren't you informed enough were your statistics wrong um, weren't you able to express your opinion uh, or your set of thoughts well enough or or in a comf in, in a comprehensive manner for the general public to list to to listen to you or ha hasn't your opponent understood well your words because you weren't able to express them well enough there are lots of different reasons why pe someone could lose a debate and when you lose it all these questions need to come in into your mind and also when you win you, you when you win something you always need to think 
how can you do better? Always, because there's always space to improve something, always. Um, but when you lose, you actually know where you need to improve, or at least to some extent. And that's why I said this, uh, oh, I actually do prefer when I lose a debate. I mean, it's a half truth again, because nobody likes to lose. Um, but you either change your mind on certain topics because you realize that your opponent had, that's my dog that just yawned. I'm not sure if you could, if you could, if you could hear him. Um, he always yawns and does something while I do a video. I don't know why. He sleeps the whole day and then he comes here and then he's sitting next to me and then he starts yawning. But anyway, <laughs> so, so when you lose a debate, you actually either learned a lot of things from your opponent and I call it opponent, but you can call him whatever, let's keep calling opponents, I don't really have a better word right now for that in a, in a debate. So you, you've either learned a lot of things or, or you've realized what you lack in your own argumentation or in your own ideas. And those are things that you can improve fairly easily just by doing you know, a little bit more research, by studying a bit more, by speaking more with other people that oppose your ideas or that don't agree with you. And I think that really is the best way forward is to speak with people that don't agree with you. And that's generally what I do in a, on my day to day. I, not many of my friends, some of them do, but we don't really agree on everything. Um, and that's the best way actually to, to get your, your, your value straight or your ideas straight is to speak with people with whom you do not agree. And I'm pretty sure that most people that listen to me because mainly is through my, my private sphere, um, they don't agree with me on, on most things. And I, and, and, and that's good. That's good. I really do want people to tell me what they don't agree with and for them to come back to me, but always with the same mentality that we are all willing to accept that we are wrong. Um, if you come into a conversation directly assuming that you are right and nothing can change your mind about that, that's a really bad way of starting. Cause then you will never actually, you will never actually be able to progress in, in your own knowledge of things. Um, and when you start, and when you stop progressing your own knowledge is really when you get back to the middle ages. Uh, these so progressives that they, that they say that they like to progress a lot and they are usually the most close-minded people when it comes to other ideas like opposing critical race theory or the collectivist ideology or the oppressor-oppressed narrative. Um, all these kind of things that they're really opposed to even accepting and there's a possibility that their approach isn't the best one for a fairer and more equal society and then how you define equal that's a completely different story because then now they're completely mixing equality opportunity equality of outcome with equity uh, egalitarianism um, all sorts of equalities going around and then they just say we're going to because of course everyone needs to believe for the equality of all human beings and yes most people do the big majority left or right do agree with equality of opportunity of everyone but now they're just changing the words and using vocabulary as is um a set of words like if it were, if, uh, i don't even know how to say it anymore to be honest i'm getting um a bit frustrated with this with, with with this line of thinking too. I'm not the best, I don't have the best use of the English language. I don't have the best grammar nor the best vocabulary in a way, but I do try to get at least when you use difficult terms or sociological terms that might be equality to give a certain definition. So we're on the same grounds and we know what we are speaking about. We need to agree first on the rules of the game and on the standards of that game and on the facts if we can agree on those, then we can change the perception. Then each person can have their own perception and have that dialogue, that exchange of ideas. And then from there, everyone can actually decide, again, because best ideas will prevail in the end if you actually have the space to exchange those ideas. 
um, and then the spectators or the debaters themselves can actually decide which idea was the best one for them. And this is why I generally do believe that you need to come in with that mentality and saying you might be wrong, but, but, this way it comes out. You, you always seem to think you might be wrong and that the other person has some, knows something that you do not know or because if you come with that mentality, you can always be prepared for for unexpected things or unexpected claims they might make. And then you can you can really see if your ideas are rigid enough to to sustain everything they get thrown at. And if you have a rigid idea and and it still won't break, that means that your argument is is well it's 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 self sustainable, let's say. And that's the only way we can where you can actually test it out is by opposing it to other ideas. And if other ideas break that argument, that means either your argument needs reassessing or you need to completely change your way of thinking in regards to that specific topic. Um, and, and you can't do that without, without entering that discussion, um, without thinking that you know absolutely everything. Like you, you can't do that. Um, and you always need to think that the that the other person knows something that you do not know or might know something that you do not know. And that's not generally what's happening today in the public sphere. Generally, people aren't willing to accept that they might be wrong on certain topics. Uh, and that is a big, big issue. And this is the whole reason really why I opened the Civic Podcast is because I wanted, I wanted to open up these ideas and I wanted to also uh, put my ideas in the public sphere and see if they are rigid enough to to sustain everything that that gets thrown at them. That's really what I want to test out in a way. It's also like I said, it's a personal project. It's a bit. It's, I also find it quite therapeutical to to brainstorm about these ideas for myself. Also, at the same time, usually throughout the podcast, I change my mind uh, on different things and 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 on different matters. Um, and, and, and that's good. That's not bad. Uh, you actually should change your mind. If you don't change your mind, you're not human. If you don't make mistakes, you're not human. You're supposed to make mistakes. And again, the same attack. And I, and I have to bring this up. We just can't keep attacking freedom of speech. Because freedom of speech is all based on the fact or on the idea that you can make mistakes while you speak. And then you can actually either apologize for them or reassess them or actually change the way of thinking. But if you don't express what you are thinking, how how on earth are people actually going to change the way they are thinking if they can't express what they are thinking and no one knows what they are actually thinking? I'm gonna leave you a couple of minutes to, to process what I just said there, even though I got a bit lost in my thoughts, but you get the idea that people need to express what they are thinking if you ever want to change their mind on a specific topic. If you keep canceling them, People are going to keep thinking that and their own thoughts are going to eat them up from the inside. And that is never good. That is never good. People need to express themselves in some way or another. If not, how are you going to know what people are thinking? This unconscious bias is like the ghost of a ghost. It's not like it's in their consciousness, which it would be a ghost, because again, you can't read people's minds. It's like the consciousness, so the unconscious of your own consciousness, and you say that there's a bias in there, a racial bias, a gender bias, whatever you may call it, and then you want to legislate about a supposition that is in every single person's mind, because of course you're a mind reader. Again, putting people in one same sack. Are they racist? Yes. Are they misogynist? Yes. Do we live in a systemic 
racist society? No. Do we live in a tyrannical heteropatriarchy? No. We can't just keep adding the word systemic in front of very serious accusations and then just put the whole of society in one same sack. Then again, not the whole of society in general, because we're generally actually always attacking one same specific um, group of people, which I've said it before. And honestly, I don't feel attacked in a way. Um, or even if I do in some ways, it doesn't really affect me because I'm, I'm really quite happy where I am. I'm quite happy with my life. Um, I just find it a bit weird that we need to attack to always, we always need to attack the identity of the person and not their arguments, let's say, or, or the, or the content that they are expressing. And I think that's my main issue is when you attack the character of a person, you, 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 you attack their identity. That's where basically you lose the debate because you have nothing else to argument against. Um, and again, this video was a bit a reaction towards the previous ones. Uh, I really want people to think to have this mentality in their minds, this way of thinking that they need to say, okay, I might be wrong about a certain topic and then put, put that idea to the test, contest it with other ideas. Don't get into your little safe space without contesting those ideas. Because then in the end, people are going to progress and you're going to stay in that same spot, believing the same things you believed five, 10 years ago. And that is never good for society. Ideas need to keep moving. Ideas need to, need to keep getting contested by other people and other, and other actors. Um, if not really, uh, even though I am quite an optimist in, in a lot of ways, in this way, I really don't see the light at the end of the tunnel because it's just getting worse and worse. You can no longer say, uh, you don't believe someone, or I don't believe that, or not even say I don't believe this. I'm saying, prove it. I always say, so when someone tells me something, uh, I'm a bit, a bit careful in or reluctant to believe. The first time I hear it, I'm, I'm not going to directly say I don't believe you. I'm going to say, okay, prove it. I'm not just going to blindly believe everything you say just because you are you, and you can use your argument of authority upon me. Uh, that's not going to work generally for me and I don't think it works for most people so please 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 just you need to get into a dialogue with the idea that you might be wrong that's just then again you can actually express your ideas with some sort of assertiveness because then you can't really expose them with a certain rigidity towards the other ideas that are getting thrown at yours so you do need to be assertive, but at the same time, you always need to expect the unexpected. You always need to expect the unexpected, and you can always see if your ideas actually do stand up on their own two feet. Um, and then from there, that's the only way we can actually advance and be truly progressive in today's society. But in any case, I'm going to leave it there. I spoke about about too much and, and everything, um, everything and anything, basically. But, but I, I really had to do this episode and a bit let everything go in regards of some feedback I had to the previous episode and for the new listeners that they actually do understand my general philosophy when it comes to all these episodes. I'm not claiming to have the, the universal truth. I'm not claiming to say everything. I'm just asking people to do their own research. And again, I'm going to have my own bias, um, my, my own perspective based on my own experiences and my own knowledge and my own education and, uh, and all of that. And then I'm just asking people to do the same kind of research and then they make up their own minds. And I really do believe in the best intentions of people. And I believe that good ideas will bring out the best in people. 
uh, and that's again my optimistic side of things that if we really do bring these things forward that people will start thinking in a different way um, and that's and that's the kind of world I want for my kids that they're not judged on who they are or where they come from but they're actually judged on their, their personality on who they are who they are beneath all of this and that's really what I'm trying to strive for as much as I can with this um, but anyway going to leave it there for today I really do want people to think about this very 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 important matter uh, which is basically just how, how to entertain a dialogue on or how to speak with people, uh, how to exchange with people, how to understand people. Just common understanding is the is the answer, is the answer. And it's okay if you're from the left, you're from the right, from the center. We just need to learn how to interact with each other and make sure that we play by the same rules and that we agree on the facts. And then from there, we can diverge in the perception of those facts and how to actually resolve the issues at hand. And that's really the only way we can try and make the world a better place. In any case, thank you very much, everyone, again, for listening. Um, and I have a topic in mind for next week, which is going to be quite reactionary for, for a lot of people. But I really, I really am going to try and think it through before that, before then, in that case. But again, I really do appreciate if you if you stayed this long to, to, to listen to me babbling around and just steaming off uh with this specific topic which again is is quite vague it was quite abstract but i, I really do hope i put my, my my ideas forward and and you understood really where i'm coming from uh, in any case thank you very much everyone for listening this was is my this is again I, I keep getting confused with this is this was yeah i really need to get my intros and outros straight bit by bit bit by bit i'm not too worried but in any case this is it's my pie civico and this was the civic podcast see you next time